Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, 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 everybody. It is your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today. How are you? Happy Talk Tuesday. Happy first Tuesday of the new year. We are super excited and just looking forward to what this year has in store for us. Super thankful that we made it through last year, that we manifested seven out of the eight people that we were hoping to have on the show. Excuse me, a special guest. We did, I don't know, like 60 something episodes. We tried and started out with um, asking for a friend, thinking about bringing that back this year. But super excited. Um, today, I will be interviewing Crystal Harris, who was my very first guest on the podcast. So it's going to be very cool to talk about her to see about how we both transitioned. I'm not sure if either or any of you have been able to watch the first episode um, or first interview I've ever done. But the first one was awful. When I say awful, I mean it was terrible. Not the words that were exchanged, but there was uh, technical difficulties. I was in my car. There were sirens uh, that had kept going by. Crystal's uh, fire, not fire alarm, what's it called? The smoke detector kept going off. It was, it was, it was, it was tough, but it was our first interview and we did it and we got through it. And so I am happy to have her back. There are so many things that we discussed in that episode that have come to pass. And so it's going to be super, like, just like a feel good interview. But also we're gonna talk about success and all the other things that we talk about every week. Um, if you are just joining us, welcome. The Amateur Expert Podcast. Uh, we go live every Tuesday and we discuss career path tips and motivators and tips that um, our guests use along the way. I am rocking the I am speaking Kamala Harris uh, sweatshirt that Happy New Year um, uh, Affirmed Armor <laughs> sweatshirt. It is available for sale at affirmedarmor.com. Be sure to check us out at Affirmed Armor. I believe Crystal is with us, so we will add her in. Oh, oh she is here. I'll add her in and get started. Hello, Crystal. Hi. How are you, friend? Good. I'm so excited to do this. <laughs> I was just telling everyone that this was, uh, or that you and I, you helped me with my very first episode. And it was, it was amazing that we did it, but it was a little rough. Do you remember yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we were it like, was a little rough. Uh, it was a little rough. That's a nice way to say it. It was a little rough. <laughs> it was, but we got through it and um, learned what to, you know, learned new things yeah. to do. But also, yeah. look how far we've come. Mm -hmm. Look and how I far we've it come. It definitely shows that it's more about the effort than it is about the presentation, which is like probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned through the course of the last year. Where it's like, it really doesn't matter what it looks like. It's the consistency and the effort that you put into whatever you're trying to do. Because eventually you'll get to whatever you want it to look like. 
Yes. And I mean, it took a while. I was in my car doing mm -hmm. the interviews for a minute. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. here we are and we're able to talk and chat and talk about <clears throat> some of the things some of the things we discussed um in the first episode but also i want to delve in and talk about some of the things that we've learned over the course <laughs> um of I, it's been over a year because it was april 28 yeah 19 19 it was yeah. April 2019. So 19. a lot of things that we've discussed have come to pass and I want to jump in. So Crystal, mm -hmm. tell us who you are <laughs> and what you <laughs> do currently for work, please. Okay, so every day I get up and I'm a hairstylist. I own a studio in Milford, Connecticut where I specialize in textured hair. Um, that means natural hair, relaxed hair, weaving, color. Um, I also do makeup. I also do um, skincare. Um, I'm really big on hair education. So like my clients will definitely tell you, I talk their ear off about hair management and hair care. Um, but also um, I'm an editorial writer. Magazine. Um, and I've been a part of their published magazine that's nationally uh, produced. Um, for probably the last three, four years. So, um, you know, so those things combined have just allowed me to do um, cool stuff. <laughs> like I started an organization for nat for Black women to embrace their natural selves, meaning just like their natural hair, uh, hair texture, their bodies, their minds. Um, and we do it through a mind-body-soul connection where uh, mm -hmm. we focus on healing the inside and then focusing on the outside. So a lot of our community programming looks like yoga retreats, um, art classes, um, things that are therapeutic in that sense. So... That's all I do. <laughs> Just like one or two things, all of the things and love that. Okay. So <clears throat> Crystal, when you were a little girl, what did you want to be when you grew up and why? That's funny. Um, so I wanted to be a lawyer growing up. Um, and if I, and you know, not to be corny, but like now, you know, I was born in 88. So obviously how to get away with murder was not on TV then. But like when I watched like Viola, yeah, it was not. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, Viola Davis, uh, I think that her character, it, what she embodied is what I believed a lawyer to be. Like just very mm -hmm. clear, very assertive, um, well-spoken, um, you know, just a... Uh, a real force to be reckoned with. And in my head, that was like what a lawyer would be like. So I think from like a young kid, I've always been inspired by like assertive women. So that's why I would choose, I would have wanted to be a lawyer. I love that. Um, and what did you think success looked like when you were, aside from maybe being assertive or, um, you know, being a boss, <laughs> um, what did success look like? So, okay, so I think that I had two, I can say I had two ideas of success up until now, like mm -hmm. that were probably like not, not what I identify with at all right now. Um, mm -hmm. Probably my earlier years when I was like trying to be in college and trying to follow this like academic kind of journey, um, yeah. I realized that wasn't for me. And, um, but in my head at that time, when I decided to drop out of college, it was like, okay, you didn't finish school. You should be doing these things to secure this kind of job, which will yield this mm -hmm. kind of income. And then you yeah. have this outwardly success because you have money, you know? Um, 
and that was safe. So then I think um, when I got more into hair, um, when I got more into the hair world, oh no, sorry. When I got more into the hair world, I um, thought that hair success was doing things the way that people approved. So mm. it was like, oh, I'm going to be this kind of stylist. So one, I'm already boxing myself in. So I'm like, I'm going to be this style, I'm stylist. I'm going to have this huge clientele. And I'm going to be so uh, big in terms of making money off of doing hair with my biweekly clients. Like, that was my idea of success. So then when you come out of hair school, you don't have the talent of, like, you know, of, like, these experienced stylists. Because, you know, as you work, uh, the more practice you have, the better you become in styling. Sure. So, sure. like, you know, there's that pressure of coming out of school and being like, oh, I'm about to kill it because I finished school. And then you're like, wait a minute. Like, I can't kill it because... Um, I'm not doing hair like these people around me who are successful. So a lot of time mm -hmm. I thought success was you have a lot of clients in your chair. You have a busy, you're booked and busy. Like that was successful to me. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it was. It's changed dramatically within this last year. Um, especially with me opening my own studios changed a lot. Uh, but, you know, those were definitely like the stages of success that I went through or ideas. So so let's talk about that. Um, what is your idea of success now and why do you think it changed so drastically? Um, because I think that it's something that I've really like clung on to lately. Well, I heard it probably over the summertime. Viola Davis was doing like a speech, uh, excuse me, not, she was doing like the commencement ceremony speech for some school. Mm -hmm. And she was saying how, you know, we think that goals and purpose are the same when they aren't. So like mm. how I interpreted that was like, goals are man-made. Those are things that, and not that you can't have a goal, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you definitely should have goals because those are like practical ways to achieve what you want. But I think that goals are not a byproduct of purpose. Mm. Purpose can't, I mean, I think goals can be, I'm sorry, did I say that backwards? I think that goals, okay product uh, purpose is not a byproduct of goals so having goals doesn't purpose mean you know your purpose correct. you know what i mean yeah like just because yep, yep, you know yep, yep, what yep. you want to do it doesn't mean you have your purpose and it's aligned but i think that when yep. you are aligned with your purpose you can create goals that uh support your purpose and it doesn't feel as taxing as you writing down some goals without really knowing what you want to do or how you want to get there so like i think that um my idea of success has been more about like, what do I naturally have in me? And what mm. am I able to do and feel confident in um, and feel confident in producing? Um, whereas before it was how much attention am I going to get from doing this thing? You know, so um, yeah, I don't think that success is naturally a I mean, I'm sorry, I don't think that goals our uh, our purpose is reflective of your of your goals. You know, I actually think it's the other way around. Yeah. Okay. And so this year, I think, or last year, geez, it's, that's that's going to be tough, right? <laughs> so yeah, last exactly, year, exactly. <laughs> last year, you decided to open up your studio. <laughs> so uh, I see you. <laughs> that's one of my clients. <laughs> <laughs> um so first of all i just
just and you don't know you can do stuff until you get people that like really like i don't know like you can have stuff in you i'm just keeping it 100 like i'm sorry ashley what was your question because i feel like i was no, going on a tangent so no you know no go on the, go on the, go on the tangent because i feel like i feel like you was on to something go on the tangent we'll go back to the yeah, question keep going I, yeah because i just feel like you know you don't know what you're really capable of okay which i guess will kind of answer your question also like you don't you know remember what you're it capable. <laughs> yeah okay there we go call me out Ashley. Uh, <laughs> so um i think that a lot of time like you don't know what you can do until you have to really do it you know what i mean like that's the reality so like i think for a long time i was living in this space where it was like I could do that if I want to. I could do that if I, and I never really had to do it. Mm, it really had mm -hmm. to like execute it at the level I wanted to execute it at, you know? Okay. So um, I think that, and the reason I brought my clients was, well, one, you know, shout out to them being in the, in the uh, live, but um, <laughs> also just like the support of people seeing your talent and really like helping you even if they're not helping you in a like, oh, I taught you how to do this or curl, mm -hmm. but just that like, you really could do it. Like I can see that you, like they can see your potential in you, you know? So yeah. that, I think that helped a lot. And so like going back to your question, which was like, you know, I didn't know I was gonna open a salon um, in April. I actually felt like I just, you know, a time came where I just needed to like grow and advance myself. Mm -hmm. um, and it really just came after my first uh, fashion week experience. So in New York, Mazzani had a show and that was my first, like I've been an editorial writer where I've attended shows on behalf of the magazine. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I normally do for every fashion week. But this was the first year I was actually like a hairstylist on a model, like working. Yeah, girl. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, Congrats, yeah. that's amazing. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but, um, yeah so you know after that though after that it showed me one that there's so much you know like i said where i am i'm in new haven area and there's a certain style there and with there being mm -hmm. a certain style like i mean hairstyling style like you know look so there's a certain look that i didn't feel like i naturally uh catered to i didn't feel like i was the greatest at that look and that goes back to the whole mm -hmm. like oh i have to be doing like doing like what everybody else is doing basically and so when i had that experience with fashion week it was only curly hair it was only high color on curly hair which means like if you know anything about color we all think that color damages our hair right so like you know to see people with this these voluminous well-defined curly afros mm -hmm. with like platinum blonde with something you know or to see them style the hair in a way that wouldn't be like an everyday style that would just be like something dramatic especially for the event you know what i mean and that just kind of fueled my fire so i think when i came back from um you know what honestly that and the fact that i rolled back with my mentor and her sister um mm -hmm. I think that that conversation mixed with my experience, because again, that tribe, that support that I had, you know, to kind of reaffirm the things that I was feeling from the show, I think that kind of is what propelled me to have my own studio, that I was able to really like stand on my own two feet and um, open it up. <laughs> and I think that it is, 
amazing that you've done that because we've obviously had sideline conversations, right? So we've talked mm -hmm. about our offline conversations about our goals mm -hmm. and our dreams and things that we wanted to do. Um, and so I am incredibly proud of you as your friend that you, especially during the pandemic, right? <laughs> that, yeah. that you have yeah. decided to step out on faith and to see how over the course of the year, God sustained you, God blessed you and um, provided. And um, I am just incredibly proud of you. Um, the other thing I wanna mention is um, for your scalp. So on our very first, uh, episode when we when I interviewed you you were like yeah I have this idea I want to do it I think I'm gonna do it I don't really know if I'm gonna do it I think I'm gonna do it but <laughs> that's that anxiety and, that keeps me saying the same thing a million times <laughs> but also too I think it's um like you're saying once you have the bright people around you you can really truly do everything and anything mm -hmm. and having the faith and and trust in yourself um and the Lord. Um, but I want to say <laughs> congratulations to on that. And so I'm not, did you do for your scalp last year or what did that look like? Yeah, or what, so, tell us about for so, your scalp. So for your scalp is a community organization that I started in 2017, um, just to help women like more, like come embrace themselves more. So this, I kind of got the idea from, um, I did a hair special, this was years ago, I did a hair special at the salon I was at um, in New Haven, and I was just trying to build my clientele. And I did like free your scalp specials where it was like a silk press or a twist out with like all of these services attached, um, like maybe deep condition trim um, to help get women out of their wigs and out of their weaves to like get them wearing their natural hair. So mm -hmm. in doing that, you know, I don't have anything against wigs or weaves. This is a wig right now. I know y'all think this is my hair, but this is a wig. So, um, okay. So, um, yeah, so I think, oh, so I don't think there's anything wrong with wigs or weaves, but, um, you know, I think it's important that we embrace what we look like naturally, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And love ourselves and what we have naturally opposed to trying to cover it up. So that was For the sure. whole inspiration behind the special. <laughs> and then from there, um, hearing the women's stories about like how they just don't do their hair because they don't know how to deal with their curly hair or like maybe they had some breakage or some damage and they're kind of using the weaves to like, you know, cover it up, you know? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> so um, yeah, to cover it up. So um, from that, I started, a doc I did a documentary that was filmed in New Haven and filmed in Brooklyn. And it basically told that same story of just like the different stories women have, experiences women have with wearing their natural hair. So like we had women that talked about uh, postpartum mm -hmm. and how they lost their hair and their edges due to like having a baby. Um, mm -hmm. We had women that went through cancer and how the chemo took their hair and how mm -hmm. that made them feel. And you know, it just was a really touching documentary. Um, I did it with three other people. And then we were able to have a celebration, um, which was the first free year celebration. Um, and we showed the film. We donated $1,000 to a local um, cancer society that caters to Black women that have breast cancer. And, yeah. you know, we just continue to do the same thing every year. I think that that is amazing. And I also think that's why 
you will continue to be blessed because you're always thinking about ways to give back um, and to um, help the community. Uh, so I want to talk about a little bit the journey between um, you, you said you wanted to be a lawyer. Um, so briefly, because we've already discussed this before, right? But mm -hmm. briefly give us the the journey of, you know, just kidding, not going to be a lawyer, going to be this, <laughs> <laughs> still going to have, um, you know, still going to be a boss, still going to be a person that is um, empowering and um, have authority when I speak. Um, but I'm going to do it in this realm. So how do we how do we get there? And then also, what made you decide to leave salon life and create your own studio? So actually, I think that my journey, the lawyer thing, I think the fell by the wayside, um, probably like mid high school. So okay. I think that I went into this uh, crazy kind of, I think I went through these bouts of depression all of my life. So like, truthfully, I don't think that I ever felt like, oh, I can't be a lawyer. And now I'm like, oh, I'm going to boss up some other way. I didn't even see myself. So like with me not seeing myself, I didn't think I was going to be anything. So like mm -hmm. truthfully, this is like a new place where I am mentally because I never thought I would be able to be like putting myself out there and like look at me like because that's not naturally my personality. You know, my, mm -hmm. I just like fashion and beauty because that's my nat that's my that's my thing. It's just natural. I've been like that since I was little. Even when I was a tomboy wearing like basketball shorts and stuff, I always had like curls like like spiral <laughs> curls like i always yeah i never played around with my hair i always like when i did get into makeup and stuff like that it was because of dance because i was always in the arts so like i started doing everybody's makeup in the back because and nobody taught me i just figured it out and people would start asking me the other dancers um would say hey can you do my makeup too so i just would start doing their makeup and not thinking that these were talents you know and in this mm -hmm. time i'm doing all this stuff my friends asked me to put their outfits together People are asking me for creative inspiration with their hairstyles. This is all through college. This is all my life, honestly, you know? Mm -hmm. And I didn't think I was doing anything. So like, you know, that's why it's funny about when we talk about pur purpose over goals, it's very funny because I do all of these things and I didn't know myself. So because I didn't know myself, it didn't matter that I was doing these things. That's why I would let people belittle my talent and I would say, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that because realistically, I didn't see myself. I didn't start seeing myself till two years ago. You know what I mean? And so like, I'm 32. So like, it's, there's a, a big gap between when I was trying to be a lawyer up until I found myself doing all the stuff that I'm doing now because I didn't think that I would be doing it. And it's so funny that like, I saw this quote I mean, this meme, and it was like, oh, I'm finally getting my life together, and I wonder the world's about to end. And this is like when 2020, the pandemic is still starting. And I was like, oh, that gotta be it. That makes sense, because how, am I, how is this working out like this? It must be about to be over soon, you know? So like, um, you know, but that's not the truth, you know? And I just, you know, see myself more. It's just and that's getting started. Yeah, and I, you know what, and the reality is like, until you know your purpose, because purpose is bigger than the successes, the material successes, because mm -hmm. purpose will let you be content when you don't, if you don't ever make it big, if you are just mm -hmm. a hairstylist that works, and not even just, because I'm not saying it like that, because I actually didn't want a salon. I didn't want a salon. People think, people, I call y'all civilians who aren't in here. Civilians think that the end-all, be-all is getting a salon. And that's not a big deal. Like, getting a salon, that's not a thing. Like, you know, like, you rent a space, you do what you got to do, and your clients come there, you know? So 
for me, I wanted to travel. I wanted to do editorial. When I finally came into myself, that's what mm -hmm. I wanted to do. You know what I mean? So like, purpose is more important than like the successes of of like material stuff. You know? Um, yeah, so real. Yeah. So yeah, that's just I, that's just how I try to live in regards to like how I decide what I want to do with my career and how I want to like present myself. It's just like, you know keep yourself grounded and stay keep your keep your intentions healthy you know mm -hmm. what i mean mm -hmm. and so until you really see yourself i think that you can't even dig into your purpose to know what you're here to do because your purpose is to serve the greater good in some way so it's not like yeah. oh she's a good stylist like she might be meant to style people to in to inspire a generation of people it's not just we're not just talking about the clothes and the superficial part of it like people that are really into what they do they have like a it's beyond what they're actually doing their passion it's so funny because when a person is really passionate about something everything they do is like grandiose you know what I mean? And it's not even on purpose. And that's something that I think I had to like come to terms with too is Crystal, don't quiet yourself. You know what I mean? Like I come that's from true. a big, like my mom is a very big personality. My grandmother's a big personality. So when I get around people who aren't like that, it makes me feel crazy. <laughs> my mom, oh, is, yes. my mom is like that too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, just like, let you you have to you have to find yourself first before i think you your purpose is revealed to you and mm -hmm. then from there i think you see the successes you don't see the successes and then find your purpose because then when those successes are taken away you're kind of like sol you know what i mean like those material things aren't going to make you you have to have that tenacity and those things that are that are built inside of you so that if it does go away you could rebuild it again you know what i mean because what's like what's a salon but a space. We had a pandemic. Our salons were cut, were shut down for three months. Nobody was doing nothing. So it's like, so what happens now? You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't get caught up like Instagram, I think, and just bringing it into like the social media presence and stuff. Like all of that is cool. But I mean, I think you got to really make sure when your purpose is aligned, your social media life and your real life are going to like equal each other, you know? Uh, so uh, great. That's so good. Um, I think that for a lot of people, <laughs> especially at this day and age in our generation, um, we look at other people to define our success and or look to other people to define our success. And I know that's something that I struggled with. Partially, it's like, I want to please my family, right? I want to make my mom proud. Um, and I want to, like you said, get the accolades but also I wanted to get the accolades and the maybe the attention, but like not too much attention because like I don't like a lot of people, but like you want to feel like you've done something, right? Yeah. And I think yeah. that for me, when I think about my journey and what success is or isn't for me, it's like, um, for me, it's truly based on now <laughs> it's based on you know did i please god right like is he going to be pleased and i think that for the longest time i was trying to please everybody except for what i was told by him um to do or her 
him to do. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was just sort of like, okay, I'll tap, in, <laughs> tap into tap into you, tap into what you feel like God is telling you to do to make an impact. And if it if only one person comes. If only, you know, if you like, I think Brenda was saying this last week, if only if you're the only person that likes your post, so be it. Right. Like all you need to do is, in my in my opinion, uh, is is please God. And I think what you said about, you know, truly being able to find yourself and then realizing that once you had centered yourself then you were able to find your passion and then other things were aligned and you were able to be content Mm -hmm. um and in life i think that is so powerful because a lot of times and my supervisor said this to me the other day you need to center yourself and in all of the things that you're doing um like what are your goals what are your passions and in everything that you do center yourself and i was like oh right like it's okay to be selfish in that regard right because ultimately if my main if our goal is to have a major impact or to improve the life of others and serve others then if we're centering ourselves in doing that it's going to make a bigger impact um and so what i want to know um from you is what is something that you've learned or you wish you learned sooner um that sort of helped you along the way? Um, so, you know, that's funny because I don't really think that, I think that you, everything comes to you in the time it's supposed to. Like, that's kind of something that I've always said, always, always said, but like, I think now I really, really believe it is different. Like, mm-hmm. I walk it now. Because, um, mm-hmm. you know, we all know the way, but like, living it is different, you know? Amen. So, like, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> right. So, this last <laughs> year, um, especially since I've opened the salon, I've noticed that like you never miss your opportunity for anything. Like every t- piece of information you were supposed to have came in the time frame it was supposed to come. Like all of those bad experiences that you had came in the time frame it was supposed to. Because it's not until mm-hmm. you look back on hindsight that you're like, oh, I see why this did. Even down to like, it could be a relationship. And you could be like, I see why that didn't work. You know what I mean? Like, because I may have outgrown that person just looking back mm-hmm. where I am now. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that that's the same with experiences, too, where I think that your time, you know, they ha- they serve their purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think, I don't think that there's anything that I wish I would have learned sooner because we can't, mm-hmm. we don't get to go backwards. You know what I mean? If anything, I think what I try to do now is use the things that I've learned and put them into real practice instead mm-hmm. of keeping them in my head or remembering them when I happen to look in my notebook. Like I've actively tried to do the things that I say I want to change, even if even if it, and it has to start honestly with these like principles that you how you operate your day to day life. Like I make I had I'm much more clear with my boundaries. Um, I'm much more because I see myself more. I'm much more clear with how I will let people treat me. I'm much more clear with you know what I mean. So like those things, I feel like I wouldn't go backwards. I just try to use them now. Um, yeah, that's good. The one thing that I have just been talking about recently with some of my friends is, although, like you said, I don't think there's any wasted moments. And I do think that we, um, everything happens to us in time. I do think that, like, my prayer for this year is to pray, to pray for preparation 
for the things that I'm asking for, because I do think that um, we can get things or experience things that we aren't prepared for. And then we can sort of like fumble it. <laughs> um, and so in the fumbling, there's a lesson, right? But there are some, t there are some things uh, moving forward. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to fumble. So Lord, please hear my cry prepare me for what is to come um it's funny you said that because it's funny you said that because um i rewatched this clip on um own super soul sunday and i can't think of the guy's name this is terrible terrible but anyway so there's a clip on super soul sunday where oprah's interviewing this guy i think it's like michael or something but anyway and he <laughs> talks about how you have to function at your wavelength and um mm. he means like if you are trying to function on a higher wave frequency than you actually are, you're going to lose mm -hmm. whatever comes at that frequency. So like, for okay. instance, if you, if you are like, he used a relationship and he's like, if you're trying to be with a person that's this, this, and this way that you pray for, and you haven't fixed yourself and aligned yourself when you do get that, cause you're going to come in contact with that because you know, you, we law of attraction, we're going to get it, but you won't be able to keep it because you're not functioning from that actual frequency, you're faking it till you make it in a sense. And when you fake it, you can't keep it for long, you know? So like, I think that's, that's why I'm so big. Like I tell all my friends can tell you this, like, I'm sure you can tell me, you're my friend. <laughs> but um, I think that you have to make sure you are good. You have to be good before you can step into anything. So that's the preparation I think people don't want to deal with. People want to do the, oh, let me get my credit together because I know I want to buy a building. Let me get my such and such together because I know I want to do some outwardly, get some outwardly material thing. When the reality mm -hmm. is you might mm -hmm. need more peace, you might need more patience, you might need more um, genuine uh, ability to be genuine with people. You may need mm -hmm. some more vulnerability so that you could connect with people because you don't know where those kinds of characteristics are going to help you get the material yeah. thing. You might have to That's be vulnerable it. with your car salesman or vulnerable with, you know, <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. I'm not even joking. Like, yeah. legit, how many times have you been somewhere and you've been like, girl, why did I just have this in-depth conversation with the grocery store cashier? And it really be happening like that because God is good and he works however he works. You know what I mean? You don't know where it's going to come from. You know, like I've yeah. got information. I got information from one of my clients and she wasn't even, she's not even someone that comes in all the time because she has a curly haircut. So she comes like mm -hmm. once every six months and she just happened to come in and we were talking and she just gave me information. I was like, yo, if you did, if you specifically did not come in here, I would not have known this. It doesn't matter that I have somebody coming in my chair, but look at the quality of conversation, quality of um, interaction I'm getting from people, yeah. which is mm -hmm. yielding me way more than money from their service. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I really do believe that if you don't have your heart posture right, and that's something I really had to work on. If you do not have your heart posture right, you won't meet that okay. that wave frequency. You know what I mean? Because you're gonna be mm -hmm. faking it. So then when you get what Literally. you want, you're gonna lose it. You're gonna fumble it, you know? So, you know, you just get tired of fumbling, yo. <laughs> you just get tired. Baby, okay. tired okay. of fumbling. It's um, funny, Devon um, Franklin, you know I interviewed him or whatever, um, a few weeks <laughs> oh, ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all <laughs> in all seriousness, he mentioned that um, in regards to relationships, right? Like we all, like we all have this 
caliber of a man or woman that you want to be with. And you're just like, and so it, when you said the wavelength, that reminded me of that because once, or, and even he said about me, him being on the show, he was just like, you know, once your faith reached to a level of, so like he said, I had to be on the show, right? Like, because I, like we were aligned in that way. And so definitely, definitely, definitely operating it as your whole self, as your full self um having a great heart posture i think also too being able to have corrective methods right so like we don't always get it right and so being able to be like oops i fumbled or whatever and then being able to be open and willing to change i think god blesses that as well we are just like chatting. That's, but that's funny you said that too because I just was watching this thing because I love Viola Davis. Like I love Viola Davis, Maya Angelou, just like you know a lot of assertive, profound women. And so, mm -hmm. like everybody else, right? So, um, Viola Davis was saying earlier, like owning your past and the strength that you have in that because i think we try to cover it up with so much success that we don't realize like we still have to deal with whatever we had going on our traumas our insecurities all of that stuff so it doesn't matter how much you're trying to do in the future if you don't own your past and so i think with that being said like just piggybacking off what you said i think mm -hmm. that when you own everything that's happened to you you kind of you present yourself in a different manner. You say there are opportunities for me. There are the it is limitless for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you can take that, like take yourself out of that box because you know that, you know, I can't think of how funky Dineva say it, but he said, Ain't nobody gonna tell my tea. You know what I mean? Basically, <laughs> because you own you own yourself so much that it's like, yeah, I know I'm presenting you this and this is still worthy and this should still have opportunities and I'm healing. You know what I mean? Or mm -hmm. I've healed, however that may go for you. You know, so I think you no, know, everything about you doesn't have to be perfect. Like we are mm -hmm. human and I think that's how we connect is in our humanness. Yeah, that's good. Um, so it is obvious to me that you love um, strong black women. It is obvious to me that you are doing the uh, soul work and like the work on yourself. Um, so how else do you keep yourself motivated? Um, I think you have to find things that you like. Mm -hmm. um, most of the things that I like, like, I feel like what I do for work is like what I like to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I like talking to people and connecting. That's natural in a hair salon. I like doing hair, obviously. That's the, you know, the business part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I like, you know, and then when I go home, I love to watch music videos because I love the inspiration that I get from different music videos. So it can be like a really old 80s video where they're not doing much or it could be something super advanced like the little Nas X video. Like I love, I watch that video all the time because it's just so inspiring to me just how creative. I don't creative. think I've ever seen it. Which one? Um, Sorry, holiday. shoot me the link. Okay. <laughs> shoot me the link and I, I will watch it and yeah on game okay cool yeah yeah so i think you know just the things that you like to do i think because you got to know what you like to do i've actually met a lot of people who have said they don't know what they like to do which is mm -hmm. interesting you know but like you know i think you have to figure out what you like to do and just add that into your regular routine because like for me i think because i worked i have worked to develop my brand for the last two years like super intently like in, i mean mm -hmm. unintentionally um I haven't made much time to like travel and stuff, you know, like, and that's stuff I like to do. So, but while I'm here and then obviously with the pandemic, I haven't been traveling. Um, but right. what I do is like, 
I try to make the best of it that I can. Like I know I like to work out and that clears up space in my head. I know I like to like eat good food. So I may not be going to restaurants, you know, especially because of the pandemic, I may not be going to the restaurants, but like, you know, I do order out, you know, and get mm -hmm. stuff that I really like. Like, you know, New Year's Eve, I kind of, I spent it by myself and I chose to like buy a bottle of champagne and like do a face mask and you know what I mean? Love like that. just kind of like stuff I like to do. And it all honestly Treating is yourself. my realm of work, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's just a, you know, I don't feel like I'm ever, when you find your purpose, I think you just find the stuff you like to do just kind of finds you mm -hmm. <laughs> where it doesn't have that's to be any super extravagant, you know? Yeah, that's really good. Um, so I want to know how we can support you. What do you have going on? What's coming up in the future? <sighs> so right now I'm on vacation. <laughs> so I'm talking to you from my studio. Um, I'm on vacation till the 12th. Thank God. That's how mm -hmm. I feel like I, you know, center myself. Um, mm -hmm. But when I come back, I'll be uh, the... I'll be uh, premiering my lash line that I'm doing with a friend. Yeah, I'm really excited because I love lashes. I don't have any on today because I got good lashes. So I, I don't have none on today. But um, I don't have know. any. Yes. Okay. Can I be like um, a brand ambassador? Yes, of course, <laughs> Ashley. Of course. Of course. So, um, you know, so we're coming out with the lashes. I I'm love that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that because I love lashes. Like, I am, like, I love lashes. Like, I love the really extra dramatic ones where you look like lamb chop. I like the really natural ones. Like, and no offense to the lamb chop wearers. I like lamb chop, too. But, you know, I love all lashes. So, like, that's going to definitely be a thing. And I'm going to mm -hmm. run a promotion in the salon um where you can find out how to get free lashes so, i yeah. love that so we need to follow yeah. at cleo rose dot style Stop. to learn about the oh yep yeah. so you can follow me on instagram at cleo rose dot style and i always put up what's happening in the studio um so any new developments in terms of products because right now we still have our hair masks available and we still have our uh, hair rope drops available which can be purchased through dm if you dm me on instagram or you can email me using the email that's attached to my instagram also my website is in the link where you can um, buy the drops and hair mask also and shop our hair candy um, but there'll definitely be more products going forward this year and i'm actually really excited for a lot of the developments that are going to happen but I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so as you know, I am actually the amateur expert and I claim to know a little bit about a lot. On our first episode, you taught me that there are different types of flat irons and that, <laughs> <laughs> that there is one that's made out of, it begins with a T. Oh, I... Right? Was it a tea? Yeah. Yeah. You remind me. Oh, <laughs> remind okay, me what? because now um, I can't remember. Tourmaline. Tourmaline. That's yes. Mm -hmm. And so I would love a new fact. Please. Mm. Please, please. Okay. So I'm trying to see what I want to give. Hmm, we gave a product one last time. 
Okay, so I don't know how I want to go into that one. So, okay, so let's just say like this is the header. You can have relaxed hair and still have healthy hair. Um, information about that would be like, you know, people think obviously natural hair, not even obviously, if your hair is tended to um, in the right way, you can have relaxed hair and grow your hair um, just mm -hmm. as well as you could without relaxer, I mean, with natural hair. Um, mm -hmm. You can also get color with a relaxer. Um, it just depends on the stylist and their knowledge of color and chemical balance, and they'll be able to give you what you want. Now, what you're able to get, you may not be platinum, but you definitely can get color. You definitely can grow your hair um, with having a relaxer. So that's the tip that I'll give for today. I thank you. And also, you dropped earlier that you can have naturally curly hair. Mm -hmm. healthy naturally curly healthy hair and have color yes yes like afros like huge curly afros that are like high blonde colors platinum highlights you can definitely have that and have full curl in your hair if you are going to a stylist that knows color well they should be able to successfully get you to a high lip color without losing your curls love that crystal i love you and i'm so happy that we did this today <laughs> like i said you were my very first interview i was incredibly scared we were in the car there was a lot of different distractions i had like a hair wrap on did you yeah i look like a pirate actually there was a you had you had your afro wig in the back uh, possibly. I probably thought it was a good idea, too. Like, let me put this wig right here. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. But no. I am just... It was. <laughs> I am just incredibly thankful for the um, continued friendship, as yes. well as our growth, um, both yep. professionally and spiritually um, and insightedly. I don't know that to person. I don't know. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> 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 Looking forward to supporting you. These lashes, please yes. shoot me the. I I can't wait to see about this. I'm probably gonna need a tutorial on how to apply them because I always, I always get it wrong. But I, got you. I thank you. I love you. I hope that you this year is amazing for yes, you in business. Thank you, and until next week, we'll see you. Oh wait, we gotta be still and take a photo. Okay. We have to just be like oh. cool and chill for like five seconds so we have a good screenshot. That's that's the money shot right there. <laughs> All right, and we're counting down now. I cannot take you seriously. <laughs> Who does? Who does take you seriously? Yeah. No one. Oh my goodness. Crystal, thank you again. No problem. Love. You yes. happy Tuesday and we that you are doing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful that you thought to have me back. I really appreciate it. My Keep pleasure. being the manifestation queen. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everyone. <laughs>